Hi guys, welcome back to Power Talk. This is Elena, your host. So guys, I want to talk about something that's kind of personal for me because I'm a single woman. And with that being said, um, I kind of picked this topic because a Facebook friend posted something and it goes like this. Men, please tell the ladies what's on your heart and how I could please your heart. And then she asked the ladies, ladies, please tell me how a man could get to your heart. And men, you know, respond back. So with that being said, the heart is desperately wicked. God knows the very depths of our heart, our inwards and our outward man. Praise God. Um, The heart can deceive you. So with that being said, we have to be purified, we have to be holy, we have to be sanctified, and we have to just come before the Lord blameless. We have to ask God to search us inside and out and let let there be nothing in our heart that is not, you know, unpleasing unto him. <laughs> our prayer, and well, my prayer is God created me a clean heart and renew within me a right spirit because I don't want my heart to be deceiving and within me I don't want to deceive myself praise God so I definitely don't want to deceive others so um God when we get saved you know Jesus comes and cleanses us from the inside out he circumcises our heart all that stuff that was built up built up whether it be from childhood whether it be from the matters of issues of life things that came to afflict us and you know come to oppress us sometimes that stuff can get buried deep side on the inside of our heart and it can cause us to act out in another character that's not godly but with that being said i want to kind of talk to the women and the men today um i'm mainly talking to the women because i can identify with you because i am a woman but we're coming out of song of solomon today chapter 6 verses 4 through 10 but also in second king chapter 4 i want to talk and expound on the shonamite woman i'm talking about the shonamite woman because the shonamite woman is one of the women that was king solomon's wife shonamite woman and in second kings chapter 4 the it displays the strength of a Sholomite woman, we can have the inner beauty, y'all. The the man that we are married to, the man that's assigned to our life, praise God, he's drawn to our inner beauty. Don't you know that when the inner beauty is when we're clean and made whole from the inside, it reflects the outside image. Men begin to look upon us and they see the characteristics of God. So God works on the inside and the outside of us. He works on the interior and the exterior. Praise God. But this woman, I want to spawn a little bit until you just go just in a little deep depth about the woman, the Sholomite woman in 2 King chapter 4, where there was a certain prophet by the name of Elisha. And um, this Sholomite woman and her husband, they were wealthy now and they had a son. And the Sholomite woman and her husband decided to do something unto the prophet. 
uh, which was very noble, was very a humbling experience uh, because this Shalomite woman, she thought it was very good to, you know, allow and build a place of area for rest for prophet Elijah. And she gave him somewhere to lay his head, praise God. So with that being said, this woman was investing into prophet Elijah. She had faith and believed that if she would do something good for him, something else was going to come out good for her as well. Praise God. So with that being said, he did have somewhere to rest his head. And this woman had a, uh, this certain woman had a son. Now the Sholomite woman's son had died and the woman had so much faith, so much humility, um, so much, you know, uh, uh, humbleness in her, meekness in her. Now, she didn't even go to her husband and tell her husband that her son had died. She went to the prophet and told prophet Elisha. She said, my son has died. She, is t- she told the prophet. She believed in faith that the same God, hallelujah, praise God, that that Elijah served and that she served and had her faith in was going to be that same God that was going to bring her son back to life. Praise God. So this woman of God, she didn't go and gossip and tell the, and do a a town cry. She didn't call all her family members and any of that. She went to the prophet. She went to somebody who she knew had faith. She went to somebody who she knew would get an answer from God. So this Shalomite woman, she went to the prophet and Elijah came. And when Elijah came, praise God, he laid on that child from from face to face, from nostril to nostril, from mouth to mouth, and from hand to hand. He laid on that child and he interceded for that child. So when Elijah interceded for that child, once he got up, he went to and fro around the house interceding. And the child coughed seven times. Seven is a number of completion, praise God. Child coughed seven times, picked the child up, and the child was awake. The child was alive again. So with that being said, the Sholomite woman had faith. She had faith and believed that the prophet was going to get an answer from God. She believed that God was going to rescue and deliver and bring her son back to her praise god and he did so this sholomite woman that this is the sholom now this is not the same sholomite woman that is in second kings chapter four it's not the same sholomite woman that's in the song of solomon chapter six verses four through ten but it goes to show you that a sholomite woman she has inner beauty she has inner strength praise god hallelujah praise god she has something that can be identified and characterized as something within that makes her praise God some some strength that will carry her from day to day praise God hallelujah praise God so strong that she can build up her king okay so we're going to begin to read and chapter 6 verses 4 of King songs of Solomon reads thou art beautiful O my love of Tizra Commonly as Jerusalem, terrible as an army with banners. So with that being said, Song of Solomon said, Thou art beauty, beautiful, O my love of Tizra. As Tizra, Tizra is very beautiful. It's a very beautiful place. If you can imagine sun, shiny days with beautiful floors, 
and trees and scenery of very colorful, texturized flowers and plants everywhere and the wheats and lavender and the lily of the fields growing up with the wheat. Can you imagine that? How beautiful that is and how beautiful Jerusalem is? And then he begins to say, terrible as an army with banners. And when I think about that, I think about one accord in one motion. Praise God. Just imagine the body of Christ coming together in one accord, in unison, praising and singing one on one accord with one song unto the Lord, with one mind, one sound, praise God, with their minds being clear with clarity and focusing on one thing, and that's hallelujah praise and worship in our lord and our king and our savior our heavenly father and everybody being in one soundness in one mind and raising up the banner raising up the name of the lord yeshua hamashiach praise god and with one sound and one voice praise god and our minds focus on one thing and that's hallelujah giving god all the praise and all the honor and all the glory which is due unto him praise God and him alone praise God hallelujah and we're raising up the banner of salvation praise God in the mighty name of Jesus so we're in oneness praise God because you know if you're in an army they make the same motion they're moving at the same motion praise God in oneness praise God so that's how we are as the body of Christ and that's how Song of Solomon was displaying his love and affection that him and his wife were in unison with one another they were making a beautiful song praise God hallelujah all right, so verse chap- verses 5 reads, Turn away thine eyes from me, for they have overcome me. Thy hair is as a flock of goats that appear from Gilead. Now let me express this to you a little bit and, dis- and display it. Now, he was saying like, Turn thy eyes away from me, for they have overcome me. It's just like the grace of God overcoming us and overwhelming us and overpowering us and overtaking us, praise God. Her love and her eyes and the purity that was in her eyes, praise God, it's almost like he couldn't even stand it, praise God, because of the beauty that's on the inside of her eyes, praise God. Like if you look at a pure white dove, praise God, and you look at the purity of that white dove, and you look at the beautiful creation that God has created, praise God, and you say, oh my God, that is so beautiful, praise God. And that's how Solomon was looking at King Solomon was looking at his wife and saying, oh, the beauty that I see in you, praise God. I can't even stare at you long enough because your love overtakes me, praise God. The beauty that's on the inside of you, oh my God, hallelujah. It does something from the inside out, praise God. It draws me in, praise God. And thy hair is as a flock of goats. Now the flock of goats, the goats in Gilead, their hair, if I can express this to you and display this their hair is very coily and very curly and and very 
you know, chorus, praise God. It's very beautiful to look amongst, praise God. And you can just imagine a flock of goats all together with that beautiful, coily and curly spiral hair, praise God. Something to look beautiful upon and amongst, praise God. Hallelujah. So when God looks at us, he sees something beautiful, Father God. I thank you for all the beauty that you have on the inside of us and the beautiful things that you express, hallelujah, in this earthly realm and the things that you have that God, that you look amongst us and you see the beauty of your creation. Praise God. That's how Song of Solomon was looking at his wife, the beauty in all God's creation and in in the image of God, something that's complete, something that's whole, something that's beautiful. Praise God. Then verse six reads, thy teeth are as flocks of sheep with which go up from the washing whereof everyone bear twins and there is not one barren among them so as you know sheep are as white as snow there's not a spot <laughs> there's not a blemish upon those things praise god they when they when they get cleansed on the inside and out praise god they're whole they're white as white as snow praise god and her teeth were as white as snow praise god without a spot upon them and when you look amongst them you see the purity that's on the on the on the on them praise god and that is what song of solomon was looking at when he seen his wife the purity that she had in her smile and her teeth praise God hallelujah and then he says whereof everyone beareth twins when we're bearing a child as a woman it's beauty in bearing a child carrying that child for nine months and seeing that child grow up to be something so beautiful that came from the lawns of of you and that 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 man praise god to see the that that child growing on the inside of you pregnancy is so beautiful bearing a child with on the inside of you is so beautiful so With that being said, think about that times two, praise God. As a mother, we know how it is to carry a child for nine months and to bear that child within on the inside of us. And then it goes to read... There is not one bearing among them. That means nothing is empty. Praise God. Nothing is going without. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's just like us as the children of God. When we have the Holy Ghost on the inside of us. Praise God. We're not barren. We're not empty. Praise God. But we're full of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're full of the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. We have the power of God invested on the inside of us. Praise God. We're not barren. Hey God. We have something to have on the inside of us. Us, praise God. Something to grow on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of God to build on. Hallelujah. And with Song of Solomon, he's looking at her. He's saying, you're not empty. She's not an empty shell. She has something that's on the inside of her that's beautiful. Praise God. He looked at his wife and he looked at the interior and the exterior. He looked on the inside of her. Praise God. Hallelujah. He looked at the deepness on the inside of her. And when we look at the deepest depths of our Lord and say, we look at him and we say that we're not empty, but we're, 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 we're not without, but we're, we're some, we have some substance on the inside of us. Praise God. Solomon seen the substance of his wife. Oh God, the beauty that's on the inside. And seven reads, as a piece of pomegranate are thy temples within thy locks. And you look at pomegranate, it's a very beautiful fruit to look amongst. It's red and very 
beautiful, just like the red blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh God, hallelujah, that cleanses us, that purifies us. You think about purity, pomegranate is very beautiful. And then the fragrance of it, she had a fragrance, praise God. So you know when she was in his midst, praise God, he could smell her, something that, that was good to smell amongst his nostrils, praise God. She had a fragrance, hallelujah, praise God. When she came into the atmosphere in the room, he smelled her fragrance, praise God. Oh yes, Lord God. Mm, 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 mm. And then when you think about locks, when you think about locking your love and he was King Solomon was locked in her love. When you're locked in the love of God, you don't want to get out. Praise God. So that reminds me, it's just like going beyond the veil. Praise God. You remember in Old Testament, how we had the the, the high priest had to go before the, 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 before the, the, the veil before us, praise God. And, and they had to be holy, praise God. They couldn't have any, any sin amongst them, praise God. And it's just like now when Jesus, hallelujah, he ripped the veil, praise God. So we can go before the throne, hallelujah. We can go before the King of Kings, hallelujah, hallelujah, set our petition in the courtroom. But just think about the veil when the wife goes, when a man enters in and he goes beyond the veil, praise God. Or when we go beyond the veil, we go in before the presence of the Lord, praise God. Just think about the beauty of going before the presence of the Lord. When we come into his presence, we are locked in. We don't want to go out of his presence. We're locked in his love. We're locked in the love of God. Hallelujah. We're locked in in the presence of God. Hallelujah. It's like a presence like none other. We don't want to get out of his presence. And it was just like Psalm Solomon. He was locked in the presence of the Sholomite woman. He didn't want to. He was locked in her beauty. He didn't want to get out of her presence. He didn't want to get out of her love. He was locked in her love. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord God. Mm. And eight reads. There are three score queens and four score cockabines and virgins without number. So that means that there was other wives, there was other cockabines, but amongst them all, she had the uniqueness, she had the beauty, she had the stature, hallelujah. She had the strength, hallelujah, to draw in King Solomon's love, praise God. She drew him in with her love, praise God. There was no one else like her. She was a chosen vessel amongst them all, praise God, hallelujah. Yes, Lord God, she was amongst all of them. She was the one who was valued the most, praise God, hallelujah. Hey, glory to your name. She, this woman was valued. Praise God. He, he, he preferred her over all the others. Praise God. So you think about, um, let's see, 500 wives, 400 concubines, maybe. So you think about all these women, she was preferred over all of them. Yes, Lord. And nine reads, my dove, my undefiled is but one. She is the only one of her mother. She is the choice, one of her that bear her. The daughters saw her and blessed her. Yea, the queens and the concubines, and they praised her. Hallelujah. Hey, glory, God. Amongst all of these women, they didn't get jealous or envious of her. Hallelujah. They rise up and call her blessed. Hey, glory, God. She had the purity of God. She had the purity of God on her life. She had purity, praise God. My dove. When you think about dove, you think about the whiteness, purity, undefiled. You think about the, 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 there's there's nothing that can defile her. No, no Nothing that can contaminate her. Praise God. It's but one. She is the only one of her mother. She is the choice 
one of her that bear her. Yes, Lord God. Other women saw her. They saw her beauty, her inward man, and they called her bliss. They praised her. My God, who is she that look of this is this is verse 10 who is she that looketh forth as the morning fair as the moon clear as the sun and terrible as an army with banner now in that era <laughs> there goes the army with banner again that means a symbolizing that means almost like synchronizing in a dance they they are in, in the same motion they're synchronizing with one another almost as a sensual dance you ever seen them tango in a sensual dance they they move with the same formality they go at the same moving at the same time they're synchronizing and they're not they're not separated they're not shifting off or moving away from one another but they're on one accord and that's how they were he was synchronizing with her love he was synchronizing with her he loved her they they did a dance praise god and that's how we have to be as one as the body we have to be one in oneness praise god we have to synchronize and hear the voice of the lord understand that we don't have to be about our own motives we don't have to be about what we want or how we going to get this done but no it's only one and it's only one to be glorified praise god and that's the king of kings and the lord of lords the god in heaven our father abba father yeshua hamashiach so we must lift him up praise god and synchronize him as one so i kind of tied this into that you know with with being in the body of christ as the beloved and being the beholding the beauty of the beholder which is our lord and personal savior and how a man affection can tie into with love not lust but with love praise god and this man loved he adorned his wife that's how jesus that's how he does he adorns us mm, my god he we're his prize you know he he looks upon us and he sees his creation he adorned us he loves us saw king solomon adorned his wife he loved her with the deepest depths of love and that's how the lord loves us he loves us deeply and so with that being said, I wanted to say wives, girlfriends, mothers, we have to love our king. We have to rise up early to pray for him and we have to work with our hands. Praise God. We have to war with our hands. Praise God. We have to pray for our kings. We have to keep them lifted up. Praise God. Because when we encourage and edify and build up our kings, praise God. Lord God, they'll go out and build a fortress. Praise God. They'll be a house of prayer. Oh, glory to your name. Praise God. We lift up our kings. We build them up. We build them up with the word of God. We build them up in prayer. Praise God. So that they can stand on the word of God. Firm it. Flat footed. And not waver. Not move. But when we start to tear down our men with words and all kinds of other things that the, the, the things that we should not do things we should not be you know trying to put the pressures of life on them you know it, it brings a um um a separation and it causes us not to be in unison and that's what the enemy wants to come against families he wants to come against the head of the household it's hard for a priest and a king of the household because they have much work to do because the enemy wants to tear them down when they go out in the world we need to pray for our kings before they even go out into this world we need to build them up morning noon and night because they're out there working 
to establish and accomplish a goal because God has given them and governed them to make them the head of the household, to make them the king and the priest over their, over their family. So the enemy wants to cut down. He wants to tear apart families, but we need to stick together. We need to stay together as one body. Many members, but one body. We need to pray together. We need to love together. We need to be in unison. We need to have a sweet song and a sweet smell into our nostrils of our Savior. And not tear each other down as women, as men, but build each other up. Because this is the time when we need to pray for one another. We need to love each other. And we need to make sure that we understand and let others understand that love conquers them all. You know, we have to give the gift of love. Praise God. Yes. So with that being said, on Father's Day, to the fathers, I love you. Kings, stand strong in the Lord. And know that you are appreciated, men of God, men of value, men of stature. Know that we are, you are valued. We encourage you to keep pressing, to keep moving forward in God. And don't give up because you are loved. And please don't, don't, you know, I say this to the ladies because I am once again a lady and you know, it's okay to talk to your girlfriends and ask for prayer and all that stuff and go to your pastor and ask for prayer. But, but you know, we shouldn't allow the enemy to come into our mind and try to cause him to bring separation amongst us and our, our kings because that's what the devil wants. He wants us to gossip about our king or, you know, do something like, oh, call our girlfriends. Oh, girl, he getting on my nerves. I can't. I just, I don't, you know, and oh, he's so low down. But no, well, you know, get on the phone. Hey, I need you to pray with me. You know, this is what I'm enduring right now. But, you know, I need prayer to, 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 to be able to stand when, you know, when we're weak, the Lord is strong. Yeah. So we just have to keep praying and pressing and going, going to the, the courtroom the inner courts in prayer, <laughs> you know, before our father in heaven and, and pray for our Kings, regardless of what's going on, we got to keep them encouraged, keep them encouraged because they are the, the seed in, in the life givers. We're the, we're the glory carriers. Yeah. We carry their destiny. We birth out their vision. So women and men, I love you. I hope this word encouraged you. I hope it edified you. And I pray to God that it gave you something to build on, on the kingdom that's on the inside of you. Praise God. And that may God be glorified in all things that we do. Amen. Until next time, I love you. Be blessed.